What's up gamers and welcome to the Elite Gaming Gear Podcast. This is episode 7. We've got some interesting stuff to talk about today. Uh, namely, we're going to be introducing some of the help that we're going to have at the Central City Comic Con, where Elite Gaming Gear is going to be tearing it up on Immortal Lane in the one and only console room. We're going to be dominating that space. And giving us a hand, as always, is going to be Ants. Yes. Yes. Myself, Lathan. Uh, we've also got another guest with us in the studio today, Jaron. Hi. Jaron, tell us a little bit about yourself as a gamer. Uh, I usually stick to PlayStation, even though Anthony gives me a lot of crap about it. Uh, I mean, I'm more of a chill instead of competitive. Just kind of play, chill around, have fun with it. Right on. So you're playing more for the experience and less to, like, rub people's face in it and and uh, get all aggressive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which is what he tells us, but secretly at home while he's playing on Xbox Live, he's, like, <laughs> screaming violently at the screen. <laughs> oh, Anthony has told me he likes to get competitive. Um, competitive isn't exactly the word for what happens to Anthony in the middle of a match. <laughs> Somewhere near violent outburst and near sedation is probably a better descriptor for Anthony. Um, but we're going to have Jaron helping us out there as well. Jaron, uh, what kinds of things are you going to be doing to help us out at the Comic-Con? I'm going to be stationed wherever I'm needed. So, some of the things that you do that are pretty cool is you work a lot with, uh, like, radio broadcast stuff, you work with some animation stuff, um, and you're going to be helping us, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, some of the 3D uh, studio editing that we're going to do for our really awesome uh, green screen studio for the Delta 6. Oh, yeah, for sure. Me and Anthony both have experience with green screening through the courses we take, so we're going to be handling that. Very cool. So, for those of you uh, listening now who are not familiar with what we're talking about, probably because I've never said anything about it up until this point. Uh, part of the attractions at the Central City Comic Con is going to be a green screen photo opportunity where we'll have the Delta 6 on a sort of virtual shooting range, augmented reality shooting range, uh, where while you're there, you'll have the opportunity uh, for a very small fee to have your picture taken in front of the green screen where we will literally transport you into the game world uh, and give you that picture to take home as a souvenir and blow up and mount on your wall or keep on your phone and have it out for bragging rights. So I think that's going to be really fun. Um, some of the other things that we're going to have there, we're going to have the uh, Retro Console Museum, and I think you're probably going to be helping us a little bit with that too, Jaron. What, what kinds of things are you going to be doing with that? I am going to be kind of explaining like what a little more info about all the things we're going to have on display there as far as like the history of things. Very, very cool. And some uh, hopefully some visuals for uh, the demos for the games? Oh, yeah, for sure. Right on. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So Anthony has decided that instead of actually running the tournaments, because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, there will be tournaments. Yeah. There will be Wii U tournaments. There will be Xbox 360 tournaments, Xbox One tournaments, and PlayStation 4 tournaments. And if you really, really, really jump on Facebook and beg, we might could do something for PlayStation 3. Maybe, but you really got to make a strong case. Uh, Xbox, uh, what do we got, Anthony, for Xbox One? I don't know. You have the list. <laughs> the the That's list exactly that I, what I was thinking. The list that I have on a Chinese food napkin. <laughs> those were those were those good times. It's uh, extensive amounts of planning that uh, that we go through here at Elite Gaming Gear. We we're very very serious about this. It doesn't sound like it, but we are. Um, so yeah, some of the games that we're going to have for Xbox One, we're going to have uh, Forza Six, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as well as Halo Anniversary. Yes. Uh, it's part of the Master Chief Collection. It is. I'm thinking Halo 1. Never played it. Never played it, Jaren? Never played it. 
Oh man, we're gonna have to get you into this. So uh, I'm thinking ah, Halo tournaments. One. Oh no. Oh yes. I'm not oh, good. Yes. I'm not good. I just said I'm chill. I'm chill. <laughs> you can super. You can be the the character that hangs out in the back. That's I all right. I have good memories of Halo. You, though. I played the old one, not the new one. We could have you have you uh, acting as a bouncer in the area. So when people oh, get out right. of hand with a smack talk, you just like oh, beat yeah. them with a stick. Just like, hey, stop it. Be nice. Why can't you just, like, relax, man? Be PG, bro. PG, PG. <laughs> so, uh, Xbox 360, uh, I think we had said, was it Marvel vs. Capcom? I believe so. It's going to be Comic-Con. we got to have Marvel vs. Capcom in there, otherwise we would be doing a horrible disservice. Oh, you have the list! The Lovely! <laughs> the, na- the napkin. I'm calling it the list. It sounds more official that it's way. more professional. <laughs> I am going to mount this and put it on my wall. You really should. I should. Uh, and then we're also going to have some Wii U stuff going on. So Mario Kart 8 and Super Smash Brothers, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Now, one Can't of the wait things. for those. Yeah, I know. You're pretty stoked. So, one of the things that we were going to have Ant do is uh, we were going to have him uh, hosting some of these tournaments. Instead, uh, we have another gentleman that's going to be helping us out with that, Pete. Um, but Anthony wants to be in on it. And, Anthony, what exactly is it you're telling me you want to do with this? What? With the tournaments. I want to participate. You know, participate. So I'm thinking that we're, we're going to have a little section where you have to beat the pro, because I don't think I've ever seen... I mean, I don't even think I've seen, like, a computer maxed out beat you on Mario Kart 8. I don't, I don't think it's possible. Mm, a lot of them are... Well, they don't put up much of a challenge. Have you ever lost? I don't think so. <laughs> so this is going to be a blast. So, for all of you gamers who are competitive and rock the Wii U, who think you've got skills with Mario Kart, show on up, challenge challenge Ants 413 to a match, uh, and if you manage to beat him, we'll have something cool for you to, to walk away with. Uh, now, as far as the tournaments go, I know that we were talking about some entrance fees for some of the uh, more uh, competitive ones, uh, Smash Brothers, uh Halo and Forza in particular, and Call of Duty. I think we're going to do Call of Duty. What do you think? Advanced Warfare? Yeah. Can I be Anthony's corner man? Like, I'm there with, like, one of those 1940s news <clears throat> caps with, like, a wet rag and an ice water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's having trouble keeping his eyes open. Give him a dose. <laughs> and what better to keep your eyes open than the official Elite Gaming Gear Energy Drink? Was that a shameless plug? Yes, that, that was nice a shameless plug, plug. Yes, yes, plug that up like a cork in a wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we were told recently no food or drink inside Comic-Con, boo. But we will still have the uh, the limited run on the Elite Gaming Gear Gaming Fuel Energy Drinks, which are sugar-free, by the way. Very cool, sugar-free and calorie-free. Uh, we are going to have those available for sale uh, by request at Comic-Con. So if you want one, you can put your name down. We'll make sure you get it in a reasonably timely fashion. Uh, but they're pretty awesome. I don't think they taste too terrible. Um, and they're decent. So uh, now that we've plugged that, what else can we plug? We should plug other things. We should plug this like a like a boat that's Anthony's taking a shotgun shot. Anthony's purple hair dye. Anthony's purple hair dye. Anthony only uses the finest brands of purple hair dye. Shop smart. Shop as smart. Well, that was like an Evil Dead reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. It sounded nice. Huh? Nice it and did. elegant. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I do try. It's my radio voice. And nobody. And uh, serious. Quiet. Quiet. Yes. Um, so, speaking of purple, uh, if you are looking for ants, he's going to be rocking the official Elite Gaming Gear graphic t-shirt available only at the Central City Comic Con, uh, designed by none other than legendary graphic artist uh, Nick Bobadilla. Thank you very much, Nick, for that, by the way. Those shirts look awesome. Uh, Anthony's going to be rocking a purple, which, actually, if I'm not mistaken, purple is the limited run. That's it. Nobody nobody can get the, the purple ants shirt. 
They'll have to beg you for one, I think. What do you think, Anthony? Will they? What is the asking price, Anthony? I don't know. Five million I'm not the one that governs the asking prices. That'll be my job. <laughs> <laughs> I have promoted myself to chief financial officer. <laughs> what are you willing to offer? One these purple shirts. <laughs> million dollars. Um, so we are going to have some cool colors there, uh, but I'm not going to say which ones. I'm just Ooh. going to tell you that you can't mystery have the boxes. purple one unless you beg. Yes, mystery boxes. There should be mystery boxes. Put the entire events in mystery box because yeah, nobody what knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we are going to have the t-shirts there. Now, if you're looking for a member of the Elite Gaming Gear staff, you're going to be looking for one of the Elite Gaming Gear t-shirts with a gamer tag on the back. So if you see something on the back of the shirt, that's us. So we've got Lobo X51, we've got Ants413, we've got Jaren underscore, we've got, help me out, Salvation, who else? You forgot the 21. I forgot the 21. I did. So, so I have a confession world, and I would like to say that I'm ashamed, but I'm really not. Um, apparently in preparing the shirts for the event staff, I may have accidentally uh, mistranscribed someone's gamer tag. Um, and instead of our wonderful friend Sal, who is, you know, so excited having Salvation 21 on the back of his shirt uh, as a member of the staff, it it just says Salvation, which in itself is still pretty cool. It sounds I mean, awesome. I I think it sounds awesome. I like. It. He's not uh, even 21. So. And then Wahiatia <laughs> as well. So um, uh, just, don't be surprised if people just get confused at that one. Just look yeah. for the W with a lot of A's. And, they're just gonna look at him. They're just gonna be like. That's what everyone says. It is. Oh, actually, Leslie's in the studio. Leslie, go ahead. Give us the official uh, enunciation of Wahatia. It is pronounced Wahatia. All right. So can, Leslie is also going to be there, uh, giving us a hand with uh, with the setup. Leslie, what are you going to be doing while you're there? I'm not quite sure yet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take a moment to note that none of these people know what they're doing. I would, yeah, I was going to say earlier, I was just kind of coming up with stuff. I thought I was supposed to know. <laughs> I was just kind of winging it. I think, I think the Chinese food went to everybody's brain. <laughs> My immediate thought was, where's that napkin? Oh, yes. <laughs> this, the napkin. The mighty napkin of knowing, which is the only reason we remember anything about that entire event. It's just uh, going to be encased in a glass box in the middle of the Comic-Con room. It should be. Absolutely, I like it. This is the one napkin. <laughs> One napkin to rule them all! Only because it's got the lunch schedule on the back. <laughs> um, so, uh, we're talking about uh, entrance fees for the hardcore tournaments like Halo, like Smash Brothers, like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Um, currently, the prices have not been set for entrance, but it's not going to be that much. It's going to be, what do you think, guys? It's going to be relatively minimal, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. so we're not going to shoot a number out yet, but it is going to be relatively minimal. Uh, if you're wanting to go for, like, the bigger prizes, uh, there is a small entrance fee for those co uh, competitions. Uh, but there's also going to be competitions for old-school stuff, like Super Mario Brothers, fastest run-through on level one. Um, there's going to be competitions Wait, which for, one? Uh, the original Super Mario Brothers. Ooh. So the one that takes, oh. like... Five seconds to go through. Oh, tough pretty guy much shooting things out. Pretty much, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna have stuff like that. We're gonna have uh, 
things to, to kind of educate kids on what uh, you as listeners or maybe your parents played as they were getting on in age and growing up and, and growing up as gamers. So it's going to be kind of cool. We're going to have all kinds of really fun stuff there. Uh, we're going to have uh, a VR experience section. Now, this is kind of cool. So for some of you who are familiar with virtual reality, you've heard of things like the Oculus Rift or the Sony Morpheus, which is now just Sony VR. Morpheus I, sounds so much cooler. Uh, right? I thought Morpheus. Anthony, really, is that like a naming fail? Probably. What do you think? What sounds cooler? Like, what would get your attention in a marketing phase? Like, Sony VR or Morpheus? Well, Morpheus reminds me of the Mobius Foundation from StarCraft, so... Is that a yeah. good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I really don't know. That's what I like to hear. See, and what's painful for me, and maybe this is just because I'm older than you guys, but for me, Morpheus is the dude from The Matrix that shows you the real world. So, if you're going into a virtual world, what better name than... Than Morpheus. May, do you think they got some kind of like copyright thing? Uh, <laughs> maybe Warner. Maybe, maybe Warner Brothers is like, no. nah, bro, no, nah, no, not 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 my time. No, nah, no, nah, sorry. Uh, but but those things are really really common and, and they're getting to be more common as time goes on. Uh, for those of you who don't know what those devices are, they're essentially uh, virtual reality headsets uh, that can be worn in front of the eyes that give you a panoramic uh, 3D virtual view of a world that doesn't exist in reality. Uh, with motion head tracking, so as you're looking around, it's it's like you're actually there. I had no cool. idea what it was like up until like 25 minutes ago. Oh, that's right. So yes, uh, one of the things that we're going to have there is the Samsung uh, joint venture with Oculus called the Samsung Gear VR. We actually have one of the dev kits uh, or development kits that's going to be on demo for people uh, that we have here at uh, Elite Gaming Gear. The commercial version should be coming out later this year. So people will be able to get their hands on it and kind of see what it's like to be in virtual reality. So this was the first time that you were there, Jaron. What did you think? I really like At first, I was very thrown off. Like, the, as far as, like, kind of makes you disoriented. Uh-huh. But, it, like, as soon as you get into it, it's amazing. Uh, see, I thought it was pretty good too, especially the part where I like creeped up behind you and that really creepy game. Oh like, my gosh, that wasn't it. cool at all. <laughs> I that, like I was had a heart attack. I jumped. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was amazing. <laughs> I think the first time you that screamed. I did scream. <laughs> they were screaming. <laughs> now the first time that Anthony ever now the game uh, that we're talking about that's in this VR environment is called Dread Halls. It's very pretty. Uh, yeah, I thought it wasn't too bad considering that it's kind of low key. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically a virtual reality horror survival game. Um, Anthony, the first time you ever played that was actually, I think, uh, when we were having lunch that one time. Yeah. We're sitting in the middle of a restaurant, and Anthony's got this thing on. You played it in the middle of the like, yeah, public? It was awesome. And the waitress comes by, and she's looking like, uh, like he'll take a Pepsi. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> That's amazing. And I think I think the uh, the experience ended with him, like, rather rapidly ripping the headset off of his face, going, nope, 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 I'm done. <laughs> that's that's amazing what what was it Did, was there a reason for that oh i wish i was there there was no reason for that i don't think so no he's oh he's playing are you playing, yeah, he's playing again? i have been you didn't know he's been playing since before we started ah that is like anthony's biggest well i don't have my tomb raider save on this literally like every time i'll talk to him like once we get back to class on monday i'll be like oh what'd you do this weekend destiny I don't have my Tomb Raider save. So if people are telling other people about this podcast, they're like, so what is the Elite Gaming Gear podcast? <laughs> well, it's this guy, Lathan, that talks a lot, and then Anthony is playing Destiny. And that's pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> um, now, Leslie, you've actually been, uh, probably, other than myself, you've had the most experience with the Gear VR. What did you think of it? It's awesome. I really like it. It's some pretty 
pretty awesome games on there. Like, what kind? What were the games that you liked that you noticed? Or and it's not just games. What other stuff uh, is on there? Oh, there's other stuff where it puts you where it kind of looks like you're snorkeling or like scuba diving. You're just surrounded by fish. You can turn around and see everything all around you, and it's a bunch of different like places that you can go. Uh, you can do like where it feels like you're in a helicopter tour. That's kind of awesome. Where you're looking down over waterfalls and just all kinds of awesome stuff like that on there. Other than just, I mean, the games are awesome too. There's some pretty cool, like the defusing the bomb game where you have to talk <laughs> through it. That one I think is my favorite one so far that I've played on there. <laughs> that game is called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It is. It's okay. So for the, uh, those of you who are not familiar with this, which is probably going to be a lot of you. Um, in this game, uh, the person, it's multiplayer actually, but you only need one headset. So you have one person that puts on the virtual headset, and they're in a room with this bomb, essentially, um, this virtual bomb. And the people on the outside of the headset have like this instruction manual in a PDF format that they can either download and print on their computer or pull up on their phone. And every instance of this, this virtual bomb looks different. And so there's different combinations of things that you have to go through to defuse it, and you have to like describe what you're seeing to the people on the outside world so that they can read through the manual and kind of walk you through disarming the thing. And it's it's actually pretty darn fun. That I, sounds awesome. Yeah, I've never it was. seen that before. We might actually end up playing that before the night's over, I'm thinking. Um, so another thing that just happened is that the Gear VR got Netflix. Uh, available with Android 4, uh, excuse me, 5.0 Lollipop and up. Uh, you can actually watch Netflix in your own virtual living room setting. So I've got this like image in my head of the modern bachelor having an inflatable IKEA armchair and no furnishings and just a headset. Like I have a wonderfully furnished apartment. <laughs> it's just your headset, dude. But at some point, maybe I don't know. That's that's looking too far ahead and being too speculative. But I like it. Do you think they'd ever like record a show with those like? Completely 3D cameras to where you could turn around entirely and see everything. Oh, around the you. 360 cameras. Yeah. Do you think they would record an entire TV show like that? They actually that might. Be I really know. disorienting. They really would. There are actually uh, shows. Where do I look? Well, they're kind of like uh, YouTube shows, YouTube channels. Yeah, they have YouTube that channels. So um, does the Netflix app put you where it looks like you're in the movie theater, or is that a separate app where it looks like you're in a movie theater? Oh, that's actually the. Uh, Oculus Cinema makes you look like you're in a movie theater, but you do a movie theater or like an IMAX theater or a theater on the moon, which is kind of crazy. Um, but the Netflix app puts you in a virtual living room. And you That's can choose from different ones. Big screen TV experience and all that kind of stuff. So uh, a heck of a lot better than just watching something on your phone, if you ask me. That might be really like disappointing, though, because you're, like, you're in this really nice place, you're just watching these shows, and then you like go to bed and you take off the headset, and you're just in like this kind of dimly lit apartment. Oh, back oh. to the straw mat. <laughs> back, back, to <laughs> back to real life. <laughs> why does someone with a straw mat have an Oculus? <laughs> That's why he's got a straw mat. All the rest of the money went on the Oculus. Um... That's not a, now, here's, here's what's funny about that. So we're talking about the uh, virtual reality experience and the intro to VR that we're going to be doing there. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, is that the virtual reality experience is not cost prohibitive. Uh, in a day and age where everybody has access, well, that's, uh, let's back that back. Uh, most everybody has access to a smartphone. Um, we're going to be offering something really, really cool. 
the introductory price uh, is going to be, I, again, I'm not going to announce any of this until the event, so these things will be at the event, so if you want to find it, come find us there and we'll show you, but I'm, I promise you that the cost to benefit is going to be nuts. It's, it's going to be very low price for what you're going to get, but we're actually going to be offering a kit to turn your cell phone, your smartphone, into a virtual reality headset. Uh, with the app included and, and everything there and we're actually going to have some people on site that will walk you through the the instructions for putting it together are pretty simple it takes about five to ten minutes uh, but we'll actually walk you through it if you need help with it and get you all set up um, but I'm very 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 excited for this so crazy crazy low price that we're gonna have on that so you can come to the event you can see the VR experience you can try out the uh, Samsung oculus gear VR uh, and then you can end up taking home your own version of a uh, virtual reality headset to use with your smartphone. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, the kits are going to be compatible with just about every phone size type up to six inches on the screen. So pretty much everybody's going to have an opportunity to have their own VR headset. How cool is that? That is awesome. Thank you, Leslie. I was worried that there was going to be crickets. <laughs> I, 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 like, I didn't know if that was a rhetorical question like, to the audience. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Little late, but I'll throw it in there. <laughs> Studio reaction. I need one of those buttons, Anthony, that you push for applause. Do you think we can get a soundboard like from class? That'd be sweet. We need to have a soundboard ready all the time just for our daily lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know how often we need the cricket noise? A lot. <laughs> Anytime Mr. Broom dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anytime Mr. Broom opens his mouth. Oh, wow. I think I, there's a way to put it. Let's hope that he doesn't subscribe to this podcast. Oh, that'd be yeah. amazing. That'd be funny. He'd <laughs> like, probably just laugh. Yeah, like, wow, everybody's ridiculing me. He, just, he shakes his head and laughs he, whenever we do something he stupid. He knows it because literally no one, like, he'll be like, oh, what, what does this do? No one will say anything. So, back to the event. We're going to have some other prizes to give away, too. Um, the bigger tournaments uh, with the higher admission uh, fees for the tournaments are of course going to have the bigger prizes we're going to have some prizes that are f uh, for tournaments that are free to enter we're going to have the Beat the Pro uh, demo, we're going to have the VR experience the Delta Sick experience the green screen uh, opportunity we're going to have a ton of Elite Gaming Gear controllers available as well uh, everything ranging from the uh, budget models which are still pretty darn cool uh, and give you a very unique gameplay experience all the way up to our premium models and you'll be actually be able to not just look at them there but we'll actually have them available for play on the consoles uh, that we'll be demoing games on so that's going to be a blast uh, we're also going to have a, a small line or a small run of our uh, Logitech uh, computer accessories so for you computer gamers out there we did not forget about you we're going to have some keyboards and mice for you to, to pick up and, and take home and get your game on uh, beyond that, I'm, I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm stoked. I've, I've been looking forward to this all year, and I'm uh, really excited to bring you guys on, too. So hopefully you guys have a really good time with it, as do we all. So, for a reminder, it is this October 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Yakima Convention Center in Yakima, Washington, the Central City Comic Con. Find us Elite Gaming Gear on Immortal Lane, and it's going to be a blast. Now, we've talked about Comic-Con extensively, we have talked about all kinds of things extensively, but let's talk about something that I've been like twitching in my chair to talk about since we started the podcast, and that is my complete and total disgust with an announcement by one of Xbox's uh, heads, Phil Spencer. 
Oh yeah, you were going on a rant about I heard, that for a I long heard time the, yesterday. I, I heard <laughs> Phil Spencer this morning. Like I heard the name, and you sounded very upset, but I didn't got no description. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little perturbed. Leslie, do you remember this conversation? I don't remember <laughs> that. I think Leslie's still working on designing banners and posters. Or was that taken over? Oh, uh, I think we got that now. done. Oh, yeah, nice. she got it's it finished. Done. Sweet. Now he's just playing Destiny. That means it's not going to be just bare walls when people show up. <laughs> I've been actually helping her with that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too. So, the Elite Gaming Gear graphic t-shirts, uh, those will be available for sale. We've got them in small, medium, large, extra large, double, and triple XL. So, if you need those sizes, let us know. If we run out... Because we expect there to be a run on these things the, at least the first couple of days. If we run out of your size, just find one of us with a gamer tag on the back of the shirt. We'll make sure that you get uh, get what you need. All right, back to Phil Spencer. So, back to gaming news. You sound very upset. I, was, I am. I am flustered because Phil Spencer, one of the heads over at Xbox, came out in an interview and said that essentially um, Microsoft has lost the console war against Sony. That uh, <laughs> that the Xbox essentially will never, and not even never beat the PlayStation 4, but the Xbox One will never even catch up to the PlayStation 4 in terms of sales. So let's take a look at some figures. Um, Sony is very open about their numbers. Xbox, not so much, and for obvious reason. Uh, but last I checked, I think Sony was in the vicinity of something like 25.4 million consoles sold. Uh, and Xbox One is lingering down around the 10 to 12 million mark. Um, ouch. But, here's my prediction. My prediction is that Phil should have bit his tongue for a little while longer because he's talking about some crazy things that are coming up. Now, now understand, i got to put my little disclaimer out there so that my PlayStation people don't hate on me. Um, but... From an objective standpoint, if you're a business head in one of these companies, why would you shoot yourself in the foot like that? doesn't make a lot of sense. Especially when you consider that the Xbox is getting ready to be capable of doing things that the PlayStation 4 just can't. Not that the PlayStation 4 is a bad console. I own a couple myself. But because they just you can't... you one? Oh, no. The Star Wars edition is will be oh. here soon. <laughs> My Darth Vader PlayStation so 4. <laughs> but that's like so far as the backwards compatibility and stuff like that. Yeah, the backwards compatibility that Sony basically said they weren't going to do shot them in the foot. And I get it. Their console life is a lot longer. Last I checked, they were still selling PlayStation 2s and some retailers. Um, it's true. But it's true the though. only game I found enjoyable on the PlayStation 2 was Grow Lancer, which, from what I understand, is really hard to find. Time Splitter. You're is fun. welcome. Time Splitter is fun. Time Splitter is fun. Leslie, now you were a big PlayStation 2 fan back in the day, weren't you? Yeah, um... Didn't play a whole lot of different games on it, just uh, Medal of Honor. We didn't really have a whole lot. With. Was that European Assault? Yeah, European Assault on multiplayer. Uh, I love that game. What was the other one we had? I don't remember, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I remember playing it a lot, like the story. Uh, Medal of Honor... Airborne. Rising Sun, right. I want to say. Yeah, I think it was Rising oh, Sun. Rising Sun, that was my uh, favorite. I think Airborne we had on the Wii. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, so um, PlayStation 2 had a good run of games. PlayStation 3 had a good run of games. But PlayStation 4 and, and killing the backwards compatibility, just yeah. a bad idea. Um, not having cross-platform support, not a good idea. Um, 
and it's unfortunate because here's what Xbox has coming. Xbox has announced uh, that their Minecraft uh, for Windows 10 Edition will be compatible between the PC and the Xbox One. So if you've got PC gamer friends that want to play Minecraft and you've, you're an Xbox One guy, you can play with, with your friends on PC. They've announced cross-compatibility and multi-platform support for a number of different games for Windows and, uh, 10 PCs and Xbox One. And Phil Spencer even hinted at, oh, the backwards compatibility is another thing that they've done. They've built a virtual console for the Xbox 360 to work on the Xbox One. So backwards compatibility is coming and is going to continue to increase. And then here's the big, big part. Out of the guy's mouth, and he's saying, well, we're not actively working on it, which roughly translates to, holy crap, I can't believe I said that on the air. Somebody's going to be <laughs> mad because uh, we probably are actively working on it. But he was actually talking about Windows 10 having a built-in Xbox 360 emulator that would allow you to play Xbox 360 games on your Windows 10 computer. How awesome is that? That's really cool. That's I really like cool. That. I loved Xbox 360. I, so, so did I. I. I was just blown by that idea. I was blown away by it. Um, so that was really cool. Now, talking about companies making really, really crazy moves... In the last podcast, we kind of talked about Nintendo moving away from its uh, handheld division. Uh, we talked, uh, yeah, I know. We talked about Sony, who basically said Sony has come out and said that there will be no Vita <laughs> two, that they're getting out of the handheld market uh, because mobile games have basically taken over, which is disgusting. I to me. still Was carry that? around a 3DS. And you know, what? I know like three other people who still do. I still own mine. Well, there you go. So Jaren's got his 3DS, you've got your 3DS, I carry around my 3DS and my Vita because I love playing the Vita games for the story and the graphics, I love playing the 3DS for the, the Nintendo 64 throwback stuff. So, I mean, there's still a market for it, but apparently these companies are kind of looking at us like numbers, which, I mean, I get it from a business perspective, but at the same time, don't pull a Bioware, guys. We'll yeah. make you pay for Stop it. Stop looking yeah, at it from a business standard. A, I don't think, as far as the Vita goes, it was too entirely like lucrative as far the as Vita was, aspects go. The Vita was great because I had a lot of JRPGs on it that the uh, 3DS didn't have. Yeah, no, I loved the Vita, but I don't think, like, but the from only a business thing... perspective, it was... Entirely it all depends on if they want to actually work with the people who support them or if they just want to give up on them. Yeah. Now, here's the deal with the Vita. <clears throat> when PlayStation announced that they were basically never going to do uh, a Vita 2 or they're not going to do any more handheld consoles, this is why the Vita had trouble. The Vita has the ability to run a ridiculous number of PlayStation 2 games, basically all PlayStation 2 games. The only games that were ever released for it were throwbacks back to the original PlayStation, which there were a lot of really good games on the original mm -hmm. PlayStation. But still, when you have a massive library of PS2 games that your hardware supports, open them up. Let us play the games. You were talking about Grow Lancer. I was thinking about things like uh, Final Fantasy X, which they did eventually remake, which brings me to another point. There are games that are whitelisted. So there are games that should be compatible with the device, but you can't play yeah. for no other reason than the fact that they decided, well, no, we're not going to make that one compatible for some reason. Ridiculous concept. Um, losing support for some of the apps that were available in the system, not a good idea. Um, the streaming, and this is where we're going to have it out a little bit, because the PlayStation TV, which is basically like a Vita without the screen, and the, the Vita itself, the ability to stream your PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 3 console to the device is epic. Microsoft can't touch that. It's sad but true. Microsoft can stream to laptops and Windows tablets, 
but not to a dedicated handheld console like these two things could. Um, but the Wi-Fi connections were so horrible that, that it was almost not functional. Uh, worse on the Vita. Uh, not the Vita, but the PSTV. And then the, uh, what is it, the OnLive. Is it, no, it's not OnLive. What is that service that they have? PS Now. PlayStation Now? Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So the PlayStation Now, which basically allows you to have a monthly subscription to access of a ton of PlayStation 3 games and Vita games and things like that, uh, you're disconnected every three minutes. I mean, the, the servers are, are horrible. The, the Wi-Fi doesn't want to function correctly with it. And I mean, it's such a beautiful idea. The other day I was out, uh, actually I was out over at Anthony's house, and I was playing Shadow of the Colossus in the living room on my Vita. Oh, I love that game. How stinking cool is that? Oh, it's such a good game. Oh yeah, loved it. And then, you know, right after the first Colossus, I can't keep a connection to the server. Yeah. You can't do that, Sony. And then don't blame the hardware because you guys cut corners. Don't blame the hardware because you guys wanted to keep exclusivity on certain things. Don't cut the hardware because you want to kick that dead mule as far as you can possibly kick it before it finishes decomposing. Yeah. Sony, I love you. You have given me some of the, my favorite RPGs of all time. But don't forget that your fans are what make you. It's very important to remember. Right. you got to keep us happy. Otherwise, that 25 million consoles, over 10 million consoles lead that you have, it won't be permanent. Because you know what? Xbox is taking a loss on this one. But they're setting it up to blow things out of the water down the road. I have this feeling. We'll have to come back and look at this podcast again in the future. Yeah. Um, so, that's my rant. Phil Spencer, why? <laughs> you would just come out and say, yeah, we suck. Yeah, I get a feeling from Sony as far, like, like they, they try something and they'll have a set, like, as far as a starting point, it's set up pretty well, but if it doesn't work, they just kind of leave it. It's kind of, like, they just kind of give up on things too fast. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I was just disappointed that they abandoned it so quickly. Yeah, and Phil Spencer, that was a really bad call. I mean, because it's not like they were—it's not like they're losing with the Xbox One. Because, as I mean, in the race, I guess they are. But I mean, as far as people Profit using and people it? using it, they're not losing. Oh no! So I mean, as far as going up, well, we lost. Like that's not exactly the best. I'm decision. sitting here on an Xbox yeah. One right now. <laughs> He's playing Destiny on an Xbox One. Exactly. Well, what also I find interesting is you see more used PS4s out there than you do Xbox. Yeah, it's out like there. people aren't satisfied with the Playstations. Yeah. That is very. They true. don't release the number on returns. That is that is very true. They did not release the number <laughs> on returns. I will give you credit for that. Now I gotta say that looking at the Xbox One and looking at the PS4. The PS4 looks cooler than the Xbox One. I have to agree. Yeah, it's got better styling. I, I, it's, I mean, the shape of it and everything, I will admit the Xbox did come like out with a lot more custom-type consoles. I think that the only console that beats the PlayStation 4 in looks is the uh, Chinese Ui. <laughs> <laughs> that, I forgot about that. That, that controller design, though. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So, and the Ui. Yeah, tell people about the Ui. Oh, <laughs> I'll let you touch that. <laughs> I start laughing. Take it, Jared. So basically, what it is, it's one. It's it's a knockoff in every possible aspect it can be. It's named the Ui, which is clearly Ouya knockoff. The controller is literally an Xbox One controller. Like if you were to look at it, there'd be almost no difference. And the console is a PlayStation Four. <laughs> every aspect of it is like. It's like they opened a box of the UE, like scratched off the name and put it on there, took the controller out of the Xbox One box, took the PlayStation and just put them all in one new box. Like, uh, yeah, And just shipped work. it out. <laughs> uh, it looks good. They're like, this is legal, this works. 
Oh, yay. <laughs> Copyright free environment in China. That works oh. quite well for them. When I saw that, I was laughing for like a solid 10 minutes. It was great. Oh, man. I think I still have the picture on my phone. That is fantastic. We're gonna have to like post that up on the on the Elite Gaming Gear site of the blog oh, section. Man. That's that's absolutely hilarious. Um, so being a PlayStation guy, every time that I get a PlayStation guy in here, I want to have him talk. So last podcast, we had my buddy Keith from St. Louis, who he's a PlayStation guy. But he actually just picked up an Xbox One, so he still got to tell us a little bit about what he loves about the PlayStation. Why don't you go ahead and tell us, Jaron, what what made you and continues to make you a hardcore PlayStation fan? Well, originally with the PlayStation, it was the free, like, online. Like, because I, ha- I was Xbox 360 for, like, forever. Like, and then I eventually got a PlayStation 3 as well, and obviously it costs a lot less with the online portion. And I just kind of stuck with that. And they switch now to where it's not free online, but, I mean, you still do get the free games. But the responsiveness and the cleanliness of the menu of a PlayStation 4 always had my attention. I know they're kind of fixing that on the Xbox One with the, most, with the update that's coming out, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. But... I, and the controller. I was never able to get, like, very well with an Xbox controller. Oh, you and Leslie are going to get along great. That's Leslie's biggest gripe, right? It's hard to switch back and forth. Like, I used to play the PlayStation 2. It was so hard to go to the 360 from the PlayStation 2. So now that I'm used to the 360, it wasn't really that hard to adjust to the Xbox One controller. But I don't think if I picked up a PS4 controller, I don't think I'd be able to do anything with it. Now, I'm going to take the opportunity there to plug another Elite Gaming Gear <laughs> product. <laughs> because... I can. <laughs> um, freedom. Yes, freedom. Freedom to do as I wish. and to. You are just going to be shamed by me for the next <laughs> three hours. <laughs> you have three hours. You continuously shame me anyway. Yeah, it's not like it's going to change. You think it's just going to be polite if you don't make a plug? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I'm going to get my plug in while I can. Uh, so, uh, the Cronus Max device, carried by Elite Gaming Gear... A very cool little device. It's a USB, you're going to love this word, Anthony, dongle, uh, <laughs> that allows you to actually use... That, there's, there's a story with that. I can see the steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> uh, RVB. Uh, anyways, the Chronos Max dongle, uh, every time I say that word, I just keep it thrown off, uh, that allows you to essentially uh, use any controller on any console. Uh, so it's incredibly cool. Uh, so for Leslie wanting to use the PlayStation 4 controller, which she's more comfortable with, on the Xbox One, it'll let us do it. Also, it is a critical piece of equipment for the Delta 6 system, so if you've got one of the amazingly cool Delta 6 controllers, and you're wanting to play next gen, you're going to need that Cronus Max to do the decoding on the signal for you. Um, Which isn't a bad thing at all, it's actually a very, very good thing, because it makes sure that that connection is clear and controlled across all platforms. Because this is something that most people don't know, the Delta 6 full motion uh, first person shooter controller is compatible with the PS4, the PS3, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, and PC. So the Cronus Max lends it a hand with the uh, Xbox One and PS4 side of things. Um, But again, there's the plug. Elite Gaming Gear does carry nice Cronus Max. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have a question. But I'm sitting here. Hands away. So, you guys, did you guys play the original Xbox, like before the Xbox 360? I, I didn't. You know what? I did. My introduction, now, you guys are pretty young still. Uh, but when I was 17 or 18, no, I just turned 18 because I was legal to get credit cards. Uh, when <laughs> what I, a momentous occasion. Yeah, I know, right? So, when I, on my 18th birthday, or the week after my 18th birthday, I get this uh, invite for a Best Buy credit card. And I'm like, eh? <laughs> Best Buy credit card, you say? And I was poor because I worked at KFC, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I went down and had a 
Uh, I think it was like a $500 credit limit on this Best Buy credit card. And the very first thing I bought was an original Xbox console. And, oh, I was so happy. I loved that. Because uh, I remember Blinks the Cat, Fusion Frenzy, and uh, I don't remember the, uh, the last one I was going to name. But my only question is, what happened to the black and white buttons? The black and white buttons are those now the... be, Those became the bumpers. Yeah, those Is that what those were for? Yeah. I never knew what those, where those went. Because like, I never like, questioned they it until the recently. Now. But I, I miss those buttons. Those were cool. Because I remember the white, was, uh, the white was the flashlight when you played Halo. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to take a real blast from the past, and whenever somebody brings up Dreamcast, I get a little oh. emotional because that was, that was, that was my, the, the apex of gaming technology. Um, it was so far ahead of its time. I'm not going to oh, go yeah. on this rant again. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> You've but done this rant that before. Is, it I, is the no. strongest console. It was tested in a video. <laughs> oh, oh wasn't, yeah. Was wasn't the Dreamcast the first one that had like uh, DLC and internet access? DLC, internet access, disc based with full voiceovers and uh, motion picture cuts or movie cuts and cinematics with four player and used VMUs which were memory cards that were games in and of themselves that you could actually modify the memory card without having to have it plugged into the controller. Oh wait, also rumble pack functionality and let me forget. No, I'm not going to forget. I'm going to keep remembering that it was also the first game to utilize voice inputs as well as motion controls with its fishing game. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can hear the dedication of it in your He's voice. He's on his rant again. Like, you oh. want to get this out. Wait, wait, get they need to hear lot. this. <laughs> this dedication goes out to Project Dolphin. I miss you, baby. <sighs> anyway. Is Leslie making faces? Just kind of has the oh my god type face. It's actually not Roasted. her. That's not her normal face. That's just the face she always has around me. <laughs> it's become a normal face. It has point. become the normal. If you keep making that face, it's gonna oh it's stuck. And it's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I absolutely love the Dreamcast. But the reason that I don't get too terribly choked up about it is because if you take an original Dreamcast controller and you put it next to an original Xbox controller you see where all those hardware developers and patents went. That's probably why the Xbox was my, was my first, uh, was my first uh, dedicated uh, console after, or of the next-gen consoles, uh, if you, you discount you know, the PlayStation 2 and Nintendo 64 and all those. Um, but yeah, Phantom Dust, by the way, if you were talking about original Xbox games that were absolutely awesome... There is an RPG called Phantom Dust that just kicks butt. And I can't even explain it to you. You just have to play it. Coincidentally, I have a copy. So at some <laughs> point, we need to do a Let's Play on Phantom Dust. That'd be cool. Um, Yeah, and show all these Don't people Don't forget, that... we still have Fibbage to do. Oh, Fibbage and... Uh... What's the other one? Quiplash. Uh, Quiplash. But we need more people of the audience to be her to join in guys... the in-game audience. Have you guys heard the creepy noises the original Xbox makes if you leave it on too long? Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. People, like, uh, if you leave your Xbox on for, what, 10 to 15 hours, something like that? I don't know. It, it's will make time. these terrifying noises. Like, what kind of noises? I don't even know how to describe it. Almost sounded like a hollow voice, it's a recording but then robot noises. They did it on purpose. Yeah, but it's it, a recording of, um... Oh, it's terrifying. I think it was, like, a black box from one of the Russian pilots. Yeah, and if you, like, all I can imagine is walking around your house after you, like, binged a game, and, like, it's middle, like, 3 in the morning, and all of a sudden that starts playing, I would... Like, that would terrify me. I'd pee my pants. Oh, you pee. should look up the noise. It's, like, eventually. It's terrifying. That's... Let's... Can we... Do it? Where's my... Where's my phone? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna look this up right now, oh, actually. scary. Because I want to know what this is. I don't know why I look up these terrifying things 
at home when I'm alone at like three in the morning. Oh, you do that too? Because I always look them up, and I'm, it's not like I mean to. It's just like, oh, something scary. I love. Oh, scary this is things. cool. I Never love mind. Never yeah. mind. And then you know, traumatized for the next four hours. Right. I need to text Anthony. It's really like I'm scared. <laughs> Comfort me. I'll creepy <laughs> pastas. I'll, I'll Some t- of those are. I'll ask for. Cool. Oh, I need to change the name of your phone contact to Nature's Stepchild. <laughs> Nature's stepchild. We went. It was a fortune teller thing. Yeah, we went to Seattle on a field trip, and there's a fortune teller card he got, and it said he was Nature's stepchild. So anytime, anytime it rains, we'll call Anthony and be like, "Why'd you make it rain?" Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. That's gonna happen for a while. We're never gonna let it go. No, we'll tattoo it on you in your sleep. Please don't. Nature's stepchild. I'm gonna switch that to your name in my phone right now. Now it's gonna say nature's stepchild and have the picture of my heart on there. Oh wow! This is this is his contact image. All right, all right, all right. I found the the look at the post. Here we go. Oh. Okay. So this is the sound from the original. I, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Not again. Give it a second. Yeah. It's better just to listen. listen. The, the screen capture. Oh, there's a voice. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, it's terrifying. Until you turn it off, and you're mistaken. That is incredibly creepy. You can barely hear it, but yeah, there's like voices. Um, so I did a little bit of research, and apparently it was like... I hate to say this, but imagine some guy being stoned when that starts going on. Just imagine him freaking out. Uh, we're in the right state for it, unfortunately. That's true, we are that's... in Washington. <laughs> I think that that might make them reconsider their life choices. Oh, for sure. What? What is going on? <laughs> the people from Faith are talking to me through my Xbox. I would be terrified. I would probably not sleep that entire night. So, uh, essentially what it is, is it's uh, public domain uh, audio transmissions from NASA back during the Apollo days. So that's why it's like some sort of like creepy, you know, disembodied voice. You found this just by looking it up? I did. Oh, wow. um, that doesn't make it's it... It's pretty... Fa- it's, everything is pretty easy to find oh, anymore. Yeah. does not make it any less creepy uh, at all, though, so... Honestly, I think that might make it more creepy. <laughs> probably. It's more creepy, because you got to think, how that, the Xbox in its original time, this was a NASA recording... There's a pretty good chance that guy's dead. Oh, yeah, most of them are. I'm so... I don't want to be that guy, but I'm just saying. Disembodied voice of dead astronauts. That's oh, that, oh that's really creepy. <laughs> that's yeah, a comforting thought. But I'm not going to lie. I wonder if Microsoft thought this is a late marketing scheme because now I want to buy an original Xbox again and just leave it on. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> the Xbox Retro. <laughs> Listen, you're dead astronauts now. <laughs> <laughs> I got dark really Anthony, fast. Anthony, you press A in the weirdest way. You press your buttons in the weirdest way. Really? You do. You bring it down your controller from the trigger. <laughs> Leslie, do you find the way Anthony presses his buttons to be strange? Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, the this what are you what do you call them? Claw grip. No, the skid plates or what do you call them? Yeah, the skid plates. Yeah, those don't work for me. He's a strange little duck. They don't work for you because your hands never go around to the back of the controller. You're an odd little man. What is that from? A Toy Story. Oh, that explains that. 
Oh, are they making? Aren't they making a Toy Story four? I don't know. I want Andy to be in it. I really do. <laughs> this conversation just took a really weird turn. <laughs> it really did. How did it's we, movie? It's been fifteen seconds, and we went from dead astronauts to Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says something about us. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Pixar. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, they are the... making a new movie though. That's what I heard. The dinosaur one. Oh, that one. I thought you meant a new Toy Story. Uh, the dinosaur one, where in, if that the asteroid oh, that hit the Earth yeah. didn't hit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know if I want to see it. I probably don't. I, I'm not too much of an animated movie kind of guy. You know what I want to watch? I'm I just want to see The Incredibles 2. What? I want to watch Laser Team. I uh, do too! For sure. <laughs> I can't find where they're playing it, though. We'll have to figure it out. They probably play in Seattle. You somewhere. know what? Before I got off on this like completely random tangent, I remember where I was going. I was talking about portables and handhelds. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what <laughs> like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> but uh, the other sad thing uh, that I just uh, recently discovered is that Nintendo has announced that it is no longer going to be producing and releasing uh, Game Boy games for its virtual console on the 3DS. Uh, that means that any of the classic games from the original Game Boy that you were hoping to be able to play on your new device, if they're not already on the device, you're never going to see them there. Do they have Super Mario uh, World 2? I don't think so, actually. Uh, I was really, really discouraged by that. And the reasoning behind it, and this is what I was kind of leading into with the Vita, and, and what really ticks me off is that they're all blaming mobile. And what they're basically the saying... on mobile... They're not actual gamers. No, they're not fanboys like like we are. You know, they're not dedicated. Unless it's my 3ds is dead. So what now? Essentially, I mean, there's nobody who's like, yeah, I'm an Android gamer. Like, I yeah, I view no. that the same way I view it as people saying they're a gamer when literally it has to be literally all they play is Call of Duty. Or how about this? How about Solitaire? Okay, so <laughs> Solitaire. One, of the, one of the first years in class, I asked him, "So do you consider yourself a hardcore gamer?" Define what that means. That term is so is used so loosely now. That's accurate. Yeah, that's very accurate. They, actually, Microsoft came out. I don't know. I don't know if it was Microsoft. Uh, came out with a uh, like a news article about why Solitaire was uh, and Minesweeper was released originally. Really? What was yeah, the Solitaire. I believe Minesweeper was to like I think it was for double clicking like to make people use that and solitaire was to drag and drop people to get like familiar with it. Oh, that to would train make them. sense actually. Yeah, pretty much train them. Yeah. <clears throat> that yeah. makes sense actually. It's not just a game for the lonely. Do you know at one point uh, <laughs> I think it was like IBM elderly. actually had the <laughs> <laughs> In all honesty though, the elderly are not very suited with uh, computers. They I need to get eased into hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. Before too long, I'm going to be the elderly. And, and I'm actually looking Before for... Before too long, this you're is, barely 30. This generation <laughs> okay, is going to be the weirdest This is the thing. Now, yeah, we're going to be so oh, awesome. For sure. Get down, Timmy! I've got reloads! <laughs> Cover but, uh, me! Lay down suppressing fire, you noob! <laughs> <laughs> That'll be you. But, that uh, would be me. Like... I completely forgot. Like I don't know why, but I just blanked completely. Completely. It happens. It happens. About. Give me a second. It'll come to me. That's it. Probably device. I paid two hundred dollars to learn. I don't know why. Oh right. Uh, it works. But it doesn't get that bad to a point because like, and I understand. Yeah, she taught me how to walk, so I can't really complain. But my <laughs> mom literally called me into the room. So you know, Windows eight. Like you open up your computer and like has the pretty nice background. You click enter. Po password screen comes up. Yeah. She she's like I can't get to my password screen. It's like, what? What's the problem? I walk in, click enter, it goes up, I walk out. 
Did you not figure out how to get the screen to just go up? Hey, you know what? Here's what I think. I think that oh. that this my generation is guilty of this too, uh, but your guys' generation is worse. Probably. Um, and and that is that instead of lending the helping hand to bring the technologically technolala, <laughs> technological <laughs> technologically feeble uh, individuals into the modern age, we just sort of laugh and be like, <laughs> I don't understand. We don't get that. I am in no way saying our generation is better because it is entirely worse. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's amazing. So I actually taught somebody. There's this guy as uh, a friend of mine. Um, and he's an older gentleman. Uh, he's probably in his um, mid to late 50s, uh, working into his 60s. And he always used to talk about this band that he was in back in the day. And um, the guy had never been on a computer before, never in his life. And so he was wanting to like learn new, new skills and new things like that and kind of get with the times. Uh, so he was having me teach him how to ba- do the very basic stuff on computing and how to operate a computer and a word processor and how to get online. And his first search, because uh, he'd never been on the internet before even, in almost 50, 60 years, his first search, I said, you know what we should do? You know, it's an interesting time we live in because there's so much information on everything. We should Google search. We have your access band. to the entire, uh, the entire knowledge of the human race exactly. at our fingertips. Instantly. And so I type in the name of his band, and uh, I'll be darned if, like, the Amazon MP3 store didn't pull up with his songs. And YouTube videos of this guy on stage performing in Mexico City live in front of an international audience of how many millions of people um, on major television shows. You know how kind of like on Saturday Night Live. He was a celebrity down in Mexico. Yeah, the dude was like incredibly famous back in the day. That's awesome. And he's like, "Oh, hey, look, that's me." And I'm like, "A little band, huh?" (laughs) Like you can actually buy this guy's CD on on iTunes. And I'm like, you. You know you're supposed to be getting money for that, right? And then he's like, I am? I'm like, oh, man. Oh, that sucks. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> this. So, so, you know, it was kind of, it was amazing to me, though. I mean, here this guy is, and and he's able to, to, just because somebody took 10 minutes to show him how to use the internet, you know, reconnecting and learning all this stuff about his life. And it was really powerful for me. So, so I encourage all of our listeners, if you have friends or acquaintances or family members that are that are a little older that may not be tech savvy, um, get out there and take a few minutes to kind of show them how to do things. If you've got relatives and things like that, that their idea of video gaming is like like twerking their wrist over a pong table, um, no, uh, introduce them to something a little newer. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. There you go. Easy platform. Oh, yeah. Moral of the story is if you show someone old, they might start getting their royalty checks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not kidding. Uh, that's a really extreme example, but I mean, uh, I'm, I would really like to see... Hey, it's an example. <laughs> yeah, that they don't get left behind. Because you know what? Uh, your age doesn't make you any more or less cool. Because no matter what age you are, a gamer's a gamer and will be till the day that we get put under. So, um... Got, got a little serious there, guys. The people, I, I apologize. I will admit, older people do kind of treat the internet how it, like, more of a, how it should be treated, because, like, I hate hearing the term, I'm bored now. Uh, how like, can you, you be so bored? Much, like, you can literally learn about a war that happened before the internet, or was even a thing, but you're saying you're bored because your phone battery died and you can't play Angry Birds anymore. <laughs> Angry Birds. It's irrelevant now. Uh, no, actually, not irrelevant, they're making a movie. Uh, they're, what? They're making an animated movie. Don't judge me. I watched a trailer. It was actually really good. <laughs> I How hate, would you wait, turn? I hate wait, Angry Birds was it a, with was, like a burning fire flame of thousand suns. No, I don't think so. How? Mr. Teeth made an Angry Birds movie trailer. How long ago? 
Uh, like, I don't know. It's what, it's their most popular Quite video. some time ago, though? Because this was... Oh, yeah, this was recent. Like, this just came out. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's a real thing. And as far as my knowledge goes, and it actually looked pretty cool. That is absolutely crazy. You know what, guys? We need to get a grip, though. Seriously. Oh, for real. We need to get a grip. <clears throat> Which means it's time for another shameless plug. Oh my god. <laughs> Enough with the plugs! <laughs> Enough! Buy your Angry Birds t-shirts here. No! Don't advertise. They want the gaming gear t-shirts because ours are made of 100% pure pre-shrunk cotton. Oh, pre-shrunk. Yes, pre-shrunk, which oh, means it won't perfect. shrink in the washing machine. That's perfect. That's I, actually a very big problem. I designed, yeah. I designed the, the order. Didn't we go on a rant about that in class one yes, day? Yes, we did. We got into a huge <laughs> rant about shirts not being pre-shrunken. Oh, and sizing is true to form, so they mm. don't run big or small. Nice. Which I think is a dumb idea. This large is really a small, but, you know. It's large in someone's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> to a mouse, it's large. <laughs> it's all about perspective. That wasn't All right, hipster, gonna, calm down. Now, you, you wasted my plug. That wasn't even what I was going to plug. You're welcome. I'm trying to take the shame out of the podcast. <laughs> there, there is no shame. You should listen to episode five. Oh, I should. Anthony? What? No shame. What? Episode 5 was quite possibly the worst podcast episode of all time. I heard Anthony wasn't talking at all. Well, I mean, like, there, he would just, like, blankly stare at the microphone with his mouth open. Yeah, because I kept, uh, like, did you really just say that? Oh, <laughs> was it just an hour of shameless plugs? No! Was, there were no plugs in that one! It was plug-free! <laughs> hey, uh, Leslie, you should plug something. Uh, what? You just did the mic thing, twist? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like, I'm not doing your plugging for you. Plug your own merchandise. Well, I, I, now I feel bad about it. You guys made such a big deal. I don't want to plug anything anymore. Right? I'm done. I'm just done. There's so much things you can plug, though. There could, there are. I, I, I just look around the room. I see all the things. That's mostly because all of my inventory is around me. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm almost a little embarrassed to say that when I said we should get a grip, I was going to plug our thumb grips. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. awesome. That's awesome. Just, just, oh. <laughs> That's amazing. No. That is amazing. No. Yes. I completely, I would have done the exact same thing because terrible puns and wordplay are my thing. Yay. I'm punny. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, good grief. Oh. All right. That's so, a good oh, you know what? Speaking boo. of. <laughs> how dare you boo me? <laughs> speaking, speaking of boo, so I, I'm watching this uh, this uh, playthrough of the Star Wars Battlefront beta. Ooh. We've talked about that a couple of times here. We've oh, yeah, about... the beta's up, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. I was meaning to download it. So we're going to get in on that, but I, I got sent a video from one of my friends that I just. I, I almost fell over. I was laughing so hard. I'm sitting in line waiting to get my uh, haircut earlier, and I pull. I get this video pulled up, and Leslie's just looking at me. And even Leslie, Leslie, who's not really a Star Wars nerd, and you know, I, I think it's pretty apparent how much of a Star Wars nerd I am. Can't judge you. I love Star Wars. No, you cannot. Considering that my entire office is themed off of black and red Vader colors. <laughs> 
Or the fact that I have a four foot tall Darth Vader standing in my kitchen. I have a three feet tall uh, stormtrooper in, nice. my, in my bedroom, so I literally can't say anything. <laughs> uh, a, a Force FX lightsaber over my bookshelf, or Vader's actual cowl and helmet set up in another room that none of you will ever see. That is amazing. I know, it's amazing. I, I think I've is, seen it before. That's this is a list of all of I, my favorite things. <laughs> but uh, no, so I get this video, and it said uh, the very unheroic death of Luke Skywalker. Oh, jeez. I'm like, what? And I'm so I'm watching this, and the graphics are amazing, but oh, here's yeah. this guy who's a standard stormtrooper from a distance, like, shooting with a blaster at, at this little dot. And all of a sudden, you see this dot, like, making these gigantic, like, super flea leaps. And I'm like, that's a Jedi. Yes, it is. And it gets closer, and you see the green saber, and you're like, oh, that's Luke Skywalker. That guy's dead. <laughs> uh, there's no way he's going to take him down. And so he's, like, dumping ammo at Luke, who's just deflecting every blast around. And this is on Hoth, by the way, which is going to be relevant in just a moment. Because as this guy is backtracking, desperately trying to get away, firing blindly and pointlessly at Luke Skywalker, Luke gets right up to him, ready to swing the finishing blow with the lightsaber, and out of nowhere, an AT-AT foot. Crush! <laughs> That's amazing! <laughs> and they end the movie like that. And that was <laughs> <That'd be> incredible. <laughs> Steps right on Luke Skywalker, oh, and that was it. I love, I love things that happen like that. <laughs> you see the foot come up, and Luke Skywalker's laying on the ground, and the guy like reloads like he's gonna shoot at him again, and the other foot crush. <laughs> That's awesome. I love deaths like that. I like yeah. I, have you ever played? Oh, you're, could you repeat that phrase again for me? What? I love deaths like that. Is that too dark? List of top ten things to never say on a public radio show. Hey man, whatever. <laughs> we run a public radio show someday. We do, and I've, we've said worse things. <laughs> on accident. Uh, it was purely accidental that I described all those horrible, horrible, horrible no, things. No, it was hundred. It wasn't even meant to be. Someone was someone accidentally made a 9/11 joke. Oh. Uh, accidentally, it was meant to be a joke, but it happened to be on 9/11, so it was terrible. Oh, timing. Yeah. You see, you got to be careful with stuff like that. For sure. Yes. Have, sadly, have um, you ever played Bloodborne? Bloodborne? What's Bloodborne? Bloodborne is a the... Dark Souls type game on only on PlayStation 4, but a death like that happened on this video I was watching. This guy, you can do sneak attacks, which pretty much save you in that game. And he's sneaking behind this huge guy who literally will beat you to death with a brick. And he's like walking behind him, and out of nowhere you just see a brick get thrown at him from a different guy, and he dies <laughs> immediately. It was amazing. Oh. <sighs> oh, uh, gaming. Oh, gaming. You make me laugh. Oh, ho, 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 ho. What are you? Are you still playing Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> Absurd. All right. Well, let's see, guys. We've gone over Comic Con in depth. Yep. I've shamelessly plugged a dozen things. Mm -hmm. um, Checker. Leslie said <laughs> six words. Uh, so that's covered. Uh, we got to introduce Jaren. Yeah. Sadly, Salvador was not able to make it into the studio. <laughs> oh, I thought you were still talking about me. I was like, thanks. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> <Sadly, laughs> you know, it's not like I'm sitting right here or anything. Sadly. Oh boy, that kind of hurt. Um, <laughs> Isaias is the other one that wasn't here, so maybe we'll get him in on next week's podcast along with Salvador. Um, so let's wrap things up a little bit. Uh, anything you want to touch on before we sign off today, Ants? Uh, there was something, but I don't remember what it was. Nailed it. You're going to have to wait a week. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, the anticipation. I can feel it growing in the audience. <laughs> the, the air is rife with anticipation. You can cut it with a knife. <laughs> Leslie, what about you? Anything you want to add? Nope. Jaron, closing arguments? Not really, nope. Fantastic. Well, in that case, for Elite Gaming Gear, this is Lathan. This is Ants. This is Jaren. This is Leslie. Reminding you to gear up. 
and game on.